Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Well said, Steve. Surprised you can uh, you can get that out, considering you got your ass beat financially at the, the Fresno Fair. Which was, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave I'll leave that alone. We'll, I mean, you still got your ass beat financially, but we'll, we'll have to save that other stuff for Patreon. But hey, everyone, what's happening? This is episode 197. It's your boy Dan. Ramirez and I'm uh, at your service, so let's go ahead and get started today. Steve, well, episode 197, we really need to kind of get on the ball and start thinking about what we're going to do for episode 200. 200? I mean, yeah. I think, I know what I want to do for 500. Okay, well, I'm glad you got that worked out, but I'm, I'm, I tend to live in the moment, and uh, we got we to gotta figure out, folks, if you want to talk to us, do you want to have a chat with us? I'm not sure what we're going to do, but if that's something you'd be interested in, I think I would be up for it. Uh, we'll talk about it after, Steve, but I think Absolutely. we need to get working on this, because 200 is a, a milestone, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I hear. You know, not a lot of y'all make it to 50 sometimes. Jeez. Ooh, electric shock at 76 now. Congratulations, Holy boys. Holy crap. Congratulations, boys. You know what I'm saying? Are you? Are you? Yeah. Really? Congratulations. So speaking of a little electric shock, so I've been uh, making it a point, Steve, to get off of my fat ass and actually start working out again, or walking so far. Okay. I'm getting back in shape. Uh, uh, I've embraced some sobriety, and I'm, I'm eating better, except for that yesterday. We'll talk about that in just a second. But okay. other than that, doing well. But I've been making it, you know, since I'm, on, I'm post-op and I can't really get too busy, I've been walking. Uh-huh. And uh, I've been also needing to catch up on a lot of my friends' podcasts as well as just the podcasts I listen to. But I wanted to prioritize one of them, and I ended up prioritizing Ooh Electric Shot because I fell behind, regretfully, on that one. So okay. I've been uh, talking to the boys. on the, I'm, just, I'm walking, and I'm recording messages to them, talking to the boys. Oh, that's beautiful. Dude. <laughs> have, you heard, have you heard the uh, latest episode? I it's have new. Yet. Okay, yeah, it's new. So I don't know if you caught it yet. Uh, I'm a bigger fan. Anyway, um, what's uh, going on? Don't get me started. <laughs> I'm no fucking John O'Neill. I'll tell you that much. John O'Neill, guy. What did we do wrong, Steve? You know, I don't. I don't think that it's it's uh, required or anything like that. But I feel like we've been in the game long enough to where we should have that super fan that like sends us shit. What What did we do wrong? You know what I think we did wrong? I'm going to say, I think I know what you did wrong, Steve. What did I do? You fucking hyperbolized my financial uh, situation. Dude, these people oh, think I'm rich. stop it. And I'm not. And I, I'm not. I, I, For five I, years, you've called me money bags. You are wealthy. Not, nope, 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 nope. I'm not. Can I'm we not. say not, okay, can we say not rich, not wealthy? You are upper middle class. I'm doing okay. I, I'm. That's what I'm saying. Did, I think I lost wow. my, you, can you hear me there, brother? I can hear you fine. That's weird. Hold on a second here. These cheap mics. Ooh, that ain't cool. What happened? There, testing. One, two. Is that better? Perfect. Okay, cool. Sorry, folks. Uh, what was I talking about, Steve? I got, I, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know what we did wrong, but uh, we don't have the super fans that like send us gifts and stuff like that. And John O'Neill's such a nice fan. He's such a nice listener to to the boys over overseas. He sends them T-shirts and whatnot. Sends them sends them our T-shirts, Steve. What? Yeah, sends them our T-shirts, <laughs> and that's great, John. I bless you, bless you for hurt. it. But I'm I'm you wondering where's hurt. where is our John O'Neill? I mean, <laughs> I'm not. And John, please don't don't uh, feel high. like fuck. Now I got to well, go to the I internet and buy some shirts. I am not talking to you, John. I'm telling you, I'm not. I'm just saying, where is our quote unquote John O'Neill? Or, did we do something wrong? I think here's the thing. Everyone's our John O'Neill because you know what they're giving us? 
they're giving us their time and time is more expensive than anybody can can imagine Dan. Hey, and to be fair, I'm, I'm kidding a lot of this because uh, some of you, you know, I don't want to sound like an asshole because some of you did actually just give me some uh, condo- a donation to my GoFundMe. So, and I'm not, that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm not even going to say anything else about it. So I do sound like an asshole in retro, like now that I'm thinking about it. But still, Steve, where's that John O'Neill? I don't know what we did wrong. <laughs> I'm acknowledging that I probably sound like an asshole, but I'm still asking the question. At least you acknowledge the problem with your question. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That. No, I see it fully crystal clear. <laughs> I, it doesn't even need to be any kind of uh, gift. I'm not even doing it. I'm not I don't know. doing it. You know what? You're no fun, Steve. You always leave me. You're not. that fucking guy that would throw me in front of a, a train, a moving train. Not a train. A you bus. Would. A bus, yeah. Because you're way more likely to survive a bus. Thanks. So you just want me to be injured and maimed. Bingo. Because Great. you already have been in surgery like really frequent, like recently, and so it's no big deal. Okay. Feeling great, by the way, though. You're welcome. Feeling great enough, to, Steve. I'm going to segue this. Feeling great enough to get out yesterday. Ooh. On the town. And it turns out that we were at the same spot yesterday. We were. Steve and I went to the, the big Fresno Fair, as it's called. Walking around at the goddamn fair, Steve. What, did you, <laughs> what, was your, what was your experience? Oh, it was terrible. I had a great time with Bell and Cart. We had a great time, but it was back to back to back people. I learned something. Oh, I like I don't, the fair I, sounds. Yeah, you like that? I like this. We're here. Hey, hey, Steve, look over there, man. Look at that clown. Check him out. That's Steve there with his ad living. Isn't he fantastic? He can never be on Dude, his I, line. I am anyways. in shock. I'm in shock that you had this randomly just ready to rock and roll. Well, you know, I, that's, I, I talk sometimes. If you pay attention, you can tell when I'm distracted. But uh, let, let, Oh, hold on a second. I'm going to go get a corn dog, Steve. I'll be right back. Hang out and talk to these people. Wow, look at this. There's a, there's a clown on stilts. Wow. There was a clown on stilts, by the way. I did see one of those. Yeah, I'll take a corn dog, please, and a, a, a lemonade. <laughs> How much is that going to be? $65,000. Okay. Sign 65. me up. Sign me up for that. I, I, I never had a $65,000 corn dog before. I bet it's going to be good. All right. All right, man, I'm back. I'm going to chomp on this dog went, here for a second. You went high. Yeah, I like man. that. I spent 65000 I don't know if you heard me. I spent $65,000 on this, uh, this corn dog here. Worth it? No, not at all, okay, Steve. Fair, fair, and fair, not, fair. speaking of hyperbole, right? Listen, I don't like to sound like a cheapskate, but gee, that shit is the fare is so fucking expensive. Like, what did you tell me? <laughs> I know oh, you got. Dude. I know you spent over a hundred dollars. Oh, Patreon! Just wait. I'm gonna roast this motherfucker on Patreon. But anyway, how much money did you spend at the fair, Steve? Be honest. Um, I walked in with a hundred cash. That was gone. That was foolish. Gone. Um, I, then I, oh, you know what though? Um, that was part of the entry. Part of the entry was that. Hold on uh, a second, it, man. My cousin stands here. Wait. Stan. How you doing, bro? Good to see you. No, I'm actually, I'm recording right now, but it, I just, yeah. All right. Tell, tell Aunt Carol I said hi. All right, brother. All right. I'm sorry, man. I'm back. It's a lot of people at this fair. I see that. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry but, about that. Uh, it's cousin um, Stan. I would imagine I spent $150. That's pretty good. You know what else I noticed? The fair, not so fun without beer, Steve. I feel I realized that's what got me tolerating a lot of the people there. Oh, that makes way more sense. A lot of people out in force, Steve. You know what I'm talking about if you walk through those exhibit halls. A lot of, <laughs> a lot uh-huh. of uh, they took our jobs kind of people walking around the fair this year, if you, if you notice that. Hey, yeah. hey, look at that. <laughs> look at that crazy cow over there, Steve. He's getting milked. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Isn't it great? Smells like barbecue here. Does that freak you out? I, I 
about the whiff of teen spirit. Oh, God. I just love me some good turkey legs and some good ribs. Turkey that, legs? Folks. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're not, I, I guess you're not that. paying attention. Just take a whiff, Steve. Smell us. Do you smell that? Don't smell us. Smell the, the, the fair. I do smell oh, the fair. It smells like Indian ta- soft tacos and, uh, and, and what is that shit called? Roasted corn. Oh, man. You really oh, you like that roasted corn, don't you? I'd be fucking with corn. But you know what? I felt really bad for the people there. Because you realize, this, how many corn jokes do you think, corn boy jokes do you think they got? Oh, time? dude. It's corn, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to spit on your corn. But it was, I, I, Belle did it. Because she does the voice better. I'm like, go ahead and do your voice. And oh, so Belle. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, I did it too. And my daughter went, don't you dare. Don't you dare. You, you did it, though. You had to. I did. Hey, when, hey honey, look, it's corn. She's like, don't you even... I can't get enough of it. I can't get enough of it. Okay, so entry. How much did you pay at the uh, the gate for the horse races? Oh, I didn't. I, me- I remember I didn't do it. Oh, you didn't even go into yeah. the joint. Uh uh-uh, uh uh. Oh yeah, you spent all your said, money I on need dumb a ticket, shit. I'm like, oh no, dude, no. Yeah, you spent all your money on dumb shit, dude. I did, dude. You know what? Actually, the nuts were worth it, and the almond ro- the almond. Um, Peanut brittle, the almond brittle. Oh my god! I want to thank you for the first sample I could take from you for a long time, Steve. The nuts were worth it, ladies and gentlemen. Look for that to uh, <laughs> pop back up sometime later in the near future. So I think it was like six bucks a piece for us to get into the grandstands where like we wanted to sit. Eighteen bucks. Yeah, yeah. That's a hella. That's some hella math on you, bro. <laughs> so because we're, you know, when you go to the horse races, you can do one of two things: you can spectate. You can do a lot of things. You can drink. And a lot of people there were drunk as shit, yes, by the way. Yes, they were. Drunk as just all get up. How do you get drunk in the heat? I, I don't know, but they managed to do it. Or you can go up into the grandstand. And that's uh-huh. where we spent the six bucks. So now I start betting. Oh, Now, damn. I don't know the first thing about horse races, Steve. I used to go back in the day with my grandma. She was oh, really good at it. Damn. She'd be speaking Spanish with all the jockeys and shit. And they're like, uh-huh. yeah, they would tell. Like, And my grandma would win all the time, bro. All the time. So I, And that would mean that I would win because I would bet whatever she did. Not this time. Uh, I did take one, what was it, race seven. We, we did six, seven, and eight. Race seven, I did uh, win that one. It was, uh, what was the name of the horse? I don't even remember the names of the horses, Steve, but I, I won like 12 bucks off of that. So technically, it was a $2 bet. I won 10 bucks on that it's one. It's not bad. So you so that's you're, you actually only spent $2. Right. It's uh, not bad. Yes. So now, here's the thing, though. I ended up Plus doing two. this one bet because I did buy... Oh, yeah, sorry. So $5 for, uh, I believe it was Rick's Picks or Robbie's, Rob's Picks. It's like a yes. sheet where it tells you the horse race, you know, like the, yes. the, the horses that should win. Uh-huh. By the way, they're very ac- pretty accurate. You just have to get the, 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 uh, the order right and things. But I fucked up and I did a trifecta bet. It was a trifecta bet for a horse four so two. All of them have to come in. What, yeah, but you can, you can go like four two or like, so let's just say I'm going in the order of four two one. Yes. There's an exacta, I believe is what it's called, where you have to, it has to be in that order. But then they also have the box where you can go like, I want these horses, box them. And then it's just, they have to come in any order and you can win. Okay. I was off by one horse, Steve. One fucking horse. And, the, and, and it's my fault. You know why? Because I chose a horse named Mask Off, Steve. Stop it. I did. Well, I wasn't going to because I'm like, look at this fucking horse. These people can't even, they can't even, uh, they got to raise horses with politics and shit like that, right? But then I saw the horse, and it was rambunctious as fuck. And to be fair, it came in fourth. It could have been third. It was, it was very quick. Like it, was, it lost just barely, and I, I would have won $76, but I didn't. Oh, well, that was crazy.
That was that a great. Was, that was a great. Like, <laughs> was was that perfect? Jesus. That was the sound of my money going away right there. Wow, that was crazy, man. Anyway, okay, I guess I'm not going to replay the sounds. That was fun though. I felt like I was there. You know what I mean? I was there. Wasn't it fun? Like we took you there. I should probably Jesus, go back dude. to it. I don't know. Now it sounds weird. Like it's too quiet. No, I mean, I'm not in the fair anymore. I'll just say that. I know. I'm sorry, folks. You were probably enjoying yourself. You had the smell of cotton candy and such, and I don't know. You know what, Steve? Just for the for the for the shit of it, Steve. Just just for the shit. Craps of it. and giggles. Yes. Let's go back to the fair, shall we? While we're talking, because we're almost Sniff. done. Ah, there we smell that. Oh, that was a fart. I walked into someone's fart right there, Steve. That dude, happens they a were lot. everywhere. It happens a yes, lot, dude. We're gonna be doing that soon. We won't really get into that yet, but we'll be walking through a lot of farts shortly. Not a chance. You it's and more me. Civilized. I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes, man. So anyway, I lost that money. And then really after that, I just got three soft tacos. Do you know okay. the famous? Do you pay attention to the rest? Like, I don't know how often you go to the fair, but it's always the same shit every year. That's why you go. You want the corn dog. You want the the, the cinnamon roll. Absolutely. And if, you know, and if you're Mexican in this town, you always want to go with the old school OG soft taco. You ever seen these things? They're just like rolled up tacos. It's very. I sp- have seen those things. And and but the thing is, they always wrap them in wax paper, and they fucking stick. And then you rip your. It's just a mess, right? So I always said that they should have done this, and maybe they've done this for a while, but I haven't been back to the fair and shit. I don't know, maybe seven years or something like that. Now they do the naked soft taco without the wax Ooh. paper. I should have really taken some credit for that, but because word gets around. How were the your soft boys tacos? Talking. They were okay, but I was really disappointed in my stomach because I'm like, man, I'm going to go to the fair. I've been eating pretty well. I'm going to go to the fair. I'm going to fuck it up at the fair. And <laughs> I got that memory. Let's go back to the corn dog for a second. I eat that corn dog uh, walking around. And then I te- that's when I texted you. And I'm like, hey, I'm over here at the fair. It's hot as balls out here, right? It was. You're like, yeah, I'm here too. We never saw each other, folks. Just for there's no spoilers. We almost did, but it didn't happen. So then... uh. I, I'm I'm going to like we go through the whole the uh, exhibit thing and then we go into that part where the art gallery is where the people have the prize winning pictures they they paint and draw and such and I'm sitting there man or standing there I should say and I'm like oh that's a nice picture what and I went uh oh <laughs> I said hey babe I don't think I have to oh, no and I went well I'll be right back so. Uh, kudos to the people at the fair because I just happened to catch like right when the dude was walking out whistling with his little janitorial cart. Yes. So it was a fantastic. Uh, it was a good season. bathroom. It was a good bathroom. It was a good movement, if you will, not to get gross. But it was one of those things where, like, and I'm not going to get gross. You kind of heard the sound I made a little while ago. Well, yes. you you know that sound how it sounds exteriorly. I'm Absolutely. not going to make that sound. I did the whole uh, mercy flush, timed it with it, so no one heard the foulness that came out of my body. I mean, I, I'm sure they were confronted by it. Hey, you see that girl over there? I do. She tried to get with me one time, man. But and I was, I was kind of down. But hold on, I don't want to say it. Hold on, let her walk by. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Nice to see you too. Yeah. All right, take care. Yeah, bro. Woo, girl needs to take a bath. If you know what I'm saying. So I had she to turn that one down. Old, well, you know. I think she was on that cocaine back in the late 90s. Cocaine. Yeah. Anyway. This town's full of crazy people, Steve. How many magas did you see yesterday? Bro, I saw <laughs> when I drove into the parking lot, there was a lot of Let's Go Brandons. In one of the exhibit halls, there was an actual like uh, a kiosk. 
And it was just full of that shit. Flags and shirts. And they just think it's so witty. I'm not even really speaking uh, about politics per se. Yes, it's political, but it's just ridiculous. It's like, they just think it's so fucking brilliant. Let's go, Brandon. I hate it. That's the one that I was like, dude, there are some corn fetters here today. Yeah. But I think it's the auction because of that, that's that auction. They got them steer auctions and crap. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're going to be here. Oh, shit. I think they were always there, but it's like we've had this whole... Well, I can tell you this. I haven't been to the fair since the Trump administration. <laughs> because, oh, neither have I, dude. Because, I haven't been uh, for 20 years. It's a different landscape these days, especially in Fresno. You, I forget that there's this many in Fresno. I'm always rudely reminded in public. but Oh, dude. The last time I went to the fair, Escape was performing. Oh, my God. You know, I had a first my first makeout session at the fair during uh, Mr. Mister. Do you remember Mr. Mister? I do remember. I forgot what song they sang. Take these broken wings. Oh, yeah. Boy. <laughs> had some tongue down someone's throat when I was listening to that shit. Shoot, tell I'll what. tell you this much. My girl, I was, I was, we were leaving. I was like, why is everybody coming in? Who's performing tonight? And she's like, I think Ashanti. Ashanti was like, performing, yeah. I said, oh, maybe we should turn around, you know, man. What does Ashanti sing? What's uh, her hit? Uh, ooh, baby. Oh, you know what song? She used to sing a bunch of stuff with Ja Rule. She used to sing a bunch of songs with Ja Rule. Okay. I, I, I think I know. Have you seen her? Have you seen her? Have you seen Ashanti? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about, have you seen her? I'm like, no, sir. She is aging well. That is freaking MC Hammer. That's Hammer. Uh, yeah, I'm sure she is, dude. Big, uh, there's a real big uh, news flash there. Ashanti, everyone. <laughs> Sean's no, aging well. That's sing. crazy, right? She can't sing, though, dude. She can't. She, like she's, she's lost her voice. Hold on. You know what? No, we're getting further away. Let's go out to the parking lot and finish the show. Oh, look at this guy. All right. It was just getting a little too crazy over there for me. All right. Bye, fair. That's enough of the fair for this year. Where the hell did all the money go? Like, what did I spend it on? <laughs> it was just all know, of a sudden, I, I was looking. Because I didn't notice it until. Because I, I don't bet crazy. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm not going to go bet crazy at the horses. But I'm like. Where did all my money go? I was supposed to be betting, and like, where did it all go? So I just Dude. decided it's probably time to go. But and that's the churros thing. were trash this year. I don't fuck with churros ever. Oh. They're always trash for some reason when I eat them. I'm sure that someone out there has had the, the best churros. I've had you the know, bomb churros. I will actually take that back. When I went to Shoreline Amphitheater recently to see Sublime and Incubus, I had a uh, a heavenly churro. I forgot about Would you that. say that the churros were... <laughs> I don't even know where you're going, but <laughs> sublime. Oh, how didn't you hear that coming? Around I don't know. I, I had my dumb <laughs> filter on. <laughs> dude, I love. I'm a churro fanatic, and I was. I was. These ones were just garbage, dude. Yeah. I'm even not, though Carter finished his, I was like, "How did you finish that trash bucket?" I'm not a fan. Who Who are you there with? Just Bell and Carter. Oh, she put up some pictures. I saw you guys were with some some friends or some shit like that. I'm like, oh, that's oh, those were um, that's those why they didn't buddies. find us. You know how you run into everybody <laughs> all I'm of a sudden. I'm just joking, G. I'm joking. Yeah, of course. Didn't you hear me right now? I ran into my cousin Stan and then that chick with the smelly hoo ha. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know them, by the way. I didn't no. know them. I really yeah, did yeah. run into my cousin Stanley yesterday. That was weird. Like, I don't. My family is so. He's my sec. I guess he would be my second cousin. Yeah, he's my second cousin. And my family's so like spread out. That we don't see each other all the time, right? But they forget we like fucking grew up together and we've we've had life experiences and who knows how many times we've seen each other in real life. Cousin Stanley walks up to me. Yes, it's been a long time since I've seen him. And he's like, hey, and he calls me by my middle name. And that's something that I have to always get used to. It always Ooh, throws me when, when my family. Well, it's that's what they knew me as as a little kid. You know what I mean? But uh, 
I knew, I was like, I knew him immediately. And he's like, hey. And I go, hey, man. And before I could even get it, he's like, Stanley. He's like, I'm like, I know. <laughs> You're my cousin. How are you, man? <laughs> like, why would I suddenly forget you? It was just very strange. Like, Stanley, your cousin. Like, I Well, know. because people, he's probably ran into others that didn't remember him. Maybe, but he's a pretty, rem- Maybe like, like I said. Maybe put on some weight. No, but at the, the point is, is that we've seen each other a million times. So it's not like I've seen him three times in my life and he's just, you know, tying in the loose ends of where he's from or something like it that. It would have been funny if he kept odd. going with it where he's like, Stanley, yeah, your cousin, yeah, you know, the, the yeah, you, we went to the thing. We're like, okay, I got you. Yeah, I we share you blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good guy. Good guy. Uh, that's awesome. You got, I know it's tough to run into someone at the fair because. You don't know how long to talk to them until it's like, yeah, good to see. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I guess we're like, you know what I'm saying? I'm the king of that shit. Oh, really? They'll be in mid-sense and be like, well, good seeing you. <laughs> really? I well, never not, know. How not to do that, that bad. Not that bad. But I am. I do that with people like even it just depends. Like if I'm uh, socially lubricated, it's a different story. But like, for instance, I remember one time. I don't know why this memory just popped up. Uh, me and my buddy Gary went to see Aftershock. It was like 2019. I don't know why I remember it. And we were standing in line getting a beer and this guy just wanted to talk. I think I had a maiden shirt on or something like that. So he wanted to talk about maiden and I had, I just had my fill of talking about maiden. I went, all right, man, peace out. (laughs) And I just turned around. And then my friend Gary, like a minute later goes, Hey, you fucking ghosted that guy, huh? And I'm like, did I really? Like, I, I didn't mean to, I just, I have nothing left to give. Dude. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, I, I saw a coworker and I just dapped him up and kept walking. Yeah. Because he was like, hey, look at you. I was like, yeah, I'm going to see you tomorrow. Day. Uh-huh. You just kind of got, because otherwise I know I was, he had a big family. Oh. And I was like, do I want to, I know it would be like, hey, Steve, this is such and such, such and such, such and such. No. You know what the worst part about running the coworkers is? It, uh, sometimes, sometimes, is that when you only have work to talk about, Oh, you don't want to talk about yeah. When you're in true. public, right? So you'll be yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, how you? Good to see you, man. Hey, at least John's not here, right? Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bye. See you later. I don't yeah. like anybody. No offense. It's not just you. And you end up, yeah. I end up. I didn't run into. I only went into one person I knew. I walked past someone I recognized and just kept on walking. But other than that, it's just like okay. I'm willing to bet fifty bucks that you saw us and just went, "Oh, let's go this way." Of course not, dude. <laughs> Of course not. You would have seen me because I had so many things in my. I had I had bought so much stuff. I had I was like, man, we need bigger bags for this place. Do you want to talk about one of your purchases or no? No. Okay. All right. We won't talk about that. Can we talk about it on Patreon? Oh, for sure. Okay. Cool. All right. Cool. Just get ready, folks. I'm gonna blast him. Uh, what else? Let's see. Did, did we cover the fair? Oh yeah, there was also the uh, the new addition since I'd been there of the because I believe it used to be the the wine and roses center or maybe it was like um just an additional place to put a bunch of chotskis and beef jerky and guys with like a britney spears mics on talking about this is a chop chop over here just chop 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 and we're gonna sell these to you right now for 59 dollars you know that kind of thing okay yeah yeah the chop chop but they turned it into kind of like a uh a, a, a weak ass comic-con if you will like oh. it was a it was a pop culture i forgot what they called it. it was pop culture or something but it was just people selling their pop culture mostly anime pop culture goods uh funko pops and stuff like that but we walked that in sounds there fun. yeah and just for the sake of uh not that it even matters whatsoever but the whole thing now that i'm thinking about it happened in the pop culture place not the painting place but anyway uh you know who was there did you watch season two of stranger things no yes 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 yes. i did i didn't care for it and i really don't remember it much but remember how they had like all the other well, they popped up too in, in four now that I'm thinking about it, but uh, they had all the other kids, number whatever, right? Yes. Uh, number 10 was there signing autographs. 
at the Fresno Fair? Yeah, isn't that weird? Like to be number 10 and there's 11. Like you're just, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing here in Fresno? You must have got some kind of a gig. I mean, they probably pay. I know fairs make, according to this podcast I listen to, they're like, fairs pay an astronomical amount. That's why everyone performs there and signs autographs. Mm. They pay stupid amounts of money. I really regret. You know, Ice Cube was here this time around. I heard. Opening night. He did a great job. He did. Yeah, and he's gone two years in a row, and I always forget to go see Ice Cube. I like I like checking him out. It's I do fun. like Ice Cube, and I and, and at first I didn't want to go because I didn't want to be in that crowd. But then I thought, well, that crowd would be probably my age of people, though. Maybe, maybe. I just don't know if I don't know, man. <laughs> Crowds, bro. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people getting free tickets at that show at the radio station. Kind of a crew, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you gotta watch out for them. This was yeah. some riff. Them, them calling in, having all day to call into the local radio Dude. station for concert tickets are always going to be a little bit of riffraff. Then again, I got to shut up because I won free concert tickets. Hey, I've won back in the day. I won a shit ton of them. But at a certain point, I think things kind of shifted. Once we started getting into the land of podcasts and, ter- and uh, non-terrestrial radio, I think the tides turned a little bit. I can't believe people still listen to them. And radio. a bunch of chuds came out. <laughs> they started calling chud? for tickets. What's a chud? Uh, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers, Steve. Oh, from the movie. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of chuds. I thought that was like a thing. Nah, nah. I just thought just you were me. like hip to some new. I just no. I just went with it. Uh, <laughs> no, I think actually stuff. it's in my subconscious because I watched Clerks two recently. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think that's where it came from. <laughs> it wasn't intentional. It just came out. I needed a word. <laughs> and Chud was the thing you were. I went with Chud. Yeah, could have called them fuckers or something, but I didn't. You know, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Oh God, what else, Steve? What's going on in the world? Let me think, dude. I know someone passed away, and I just I think it's so. Everyone, someone passes away every day. I know, but I think this one was a big one, and we're forgetting it. Oh no! Holy shit! Did you hear uh, Sting got kidnapped? But the police have no leads on it right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was terrible. Such bad delivery. I apologize. That was really bad. <laughs> That's, That's what I the get. only reason I knew it wasn't true is because of how you said it. I know. I'm sorry. I literally was. I, I, don't please don't think that you're not. You're uh, that I'm not giving you my attention. But I was actually. I saw that on Twitter right now. I was looking for something. <laughs> Christ, it was bad. I I'm sorry for everything, ladies and gentlemen. This is <laughs> this is just one of those days. I think I got well, sunstroke. You do have a full, uh, a full day ahead of you. I got a full day ahead of me. Yeah. yeah. You know, I have, I, I don't have, I have to do a lot, but uh, most of it has to do with meal prep and meal prep is like, a, I've realized it's like a four hour thing. Uh, if you do it correctly, bell has no problem doing it. I just was like, man, I wish I had like a TV in the kitchen. <laughs> so I have to put up my phone and, uh, miss everything that's happening on this show. But, dude, I can't stay in the kitchen for two, four. I can't do it, dude. I don't know how y'all do that, John. It's not fun. It is. It's not, dude. It's fun. No, I enjoy it. I just can't do oh. two things at once. I can't watch a show, like, and really, you know, that I'm into and, and just and cook you know, at the same you time. You know, you and my mom do a thing, too. Like, if I'll be talking mm. to her and she'll be like, hey, I, um, I got to get off right. I got to go into the store. Yeah, I said, you, you can't shop. In, you told me that, just, yeah. I'm like, what's the deal with you? I don't like speaking out in public i mean don't get me wrong i'm not like a weird about it it's just that or by my definition i'm just saying yeah. that 
I don't think people need to hear my conversations. It's the equivalent they only of hear the blue. One it's side though, right? I know that's what I'm saying. It's the equivalent of like the Bluetooth guy, which is exactly what it is. It's the Bluetooth thing. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that yeah, yeah. loud. You could yeah. be like, yeah. You could just talk normal. I do it when I have to, but I'd rather not. This herb. I've done it with you. I've actually talked to you. There's weird. I'll call you up. You sometimes. You're the focus, only though. human being. Well, thank you for noticing. But yeah, I try. At least I try. <laughs> you're like, yeah. Anyway, you're crazy looking. I'm like, just herb. I don't really. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just sometimes I'll just sit in the car and wait until the conversation's done, and then I'll tell you, "Hey, man, I got to get the fuck out of here." Yeah, that's what you normally do. Yeah, it works better for me that way. I see, Mister No, doing two things at once, man. Your boy, mentally ambidextrous. You're just all over the place, though. That's the problem. You're all over the place. I think it has to do with playing an instrument. You think? I do believe. But are you completing all tasks? I am because I have to talk to the band while I'm playing. To no, 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 no. Out. Not musically. I'm saying in your life, if you're using that kind of philosophy, it comes from being a musician. So you're oh, all over I the place doing I everything. Do I you... won't multitask in a, like, I've realized you can't do it. So if I'm studying or something, mm-hmm. yeah. I will not have something else happening. I won't yeah. listen to music. I won't do any, because they're like, it will take away your attention. Uh-huh. But if I'm doing something unimportant, oh, all day too. This is how I'm engaging things I watch now because I've been home so much and I, you know, I did promise myself I was going to catch up on everything, but I've gone hardcore on the horror this, this month. And, uh, I think I'm watching too much. I think I'm overloaded a little bit and I'm actually going to give up a couple of shows. What shows are you giving? Uh, unless anything changes and I hear it word of mouth, I have pretty much walked away from house of the dragon. Hot D not so hot. Hot Lu- dizzle. Lukewarm D. Did you catch up on this? Because la- the last time I talked to you, you hadn't watched this recent episode. I haven't caught the last two. I, I started heard? watching. I started watching one before last, but it was that one that was like super dark, and um, <laughs> I just wasn't into it. So I turned it off, and then I haven't watched the other one because Dude. nothing is fucking happening, Steve. Bro, you got to watch the, the the recent one, G. All right. Do I though? I mean, to see if you really are not going to like it, this is what you have to do. Do you like, I like that Matt Smith plays a guy named Damon, Matt Damon. I always say Matt Damon instead of, yeah, I always say Matt Damon instead of Matt Smith when I'm talking about him now. Uh, Well, I'm about to totally lose all the um, respect of our listeners when I say calling someone Damon, I immediately go to um, Vampire Diaries because that's the name of the vampire. Yeah. Never seen it. It looks so cheesy. Show. Like it's I've, a great show. I've dude. seen the Vampire Diaries pop up on. I think it's on Netflix. If I'm not mistaken. It's so and good, I just look dude. at them. I'm like, I don't. I hate all of them before I even started this, no, dude. It's and not only is that good, the, the Eternals is amazing. The Eternals. Yes, man, with the werewolves. Oh my god. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about uh, Marvel's Eternals. No, actually, maybe it's not called the Eternals. Hey Siri. Hey, Steve, how's it going? What show is Klaus the Vampire on? It's that German joint, right? She's like, uh, I don't know, Steve. I don't play I around wrong. with bitch-ass shows like that. <laughs> <laughs> the originals, not the Eternals. Please trade me in, Steve. Get another phone <laughs> for a bitch-ass. <laughs> And we got a couple previews. We have a couple uh, series in the preview content that we can't talk about yet. I can say what they are, but we can't talk about them. We can't say ish. Have you watched? uh, I'm talking about Wednesday, the Tim Burton directed series on Netflix starring the. uh, Oh, why am I just blanking on a goddamn name right now? (laughs) Oh, my God. Why did I even start bringing (laughs) it? I love that that happened to you. Because it just just happened to me with the, the Eternals. Oh, my God. 
This is fantastic. This is not fantastic, dude. I was on a roll here. Jenna Ortega is the name I'm thinking of. Fantastic. Uh, I'll just say that. I'll say, I'm not saying anything about the show. I will say that Jenna Ortega is fantastic. And then- Can we even say that? I'm No, I'm not talking about as Wednesday. This has nothing to do with the show. All I'm saying is Jenna Ortega is fantastic. That's it. That's all I'm saying. And then the other one that we can't talk about that I haven't even watched yet, because I'm going to wait a little bit. Uh, We'll probably talk about it soon. Uh, probably next episode, actually, is Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. I've watched three episodes. Yeah? That's it. Okay, that's all, I can, that's all you can say. Okay. I will and watch I've that. watched, uh, there's a bartending competition show on our preview content. Mm, I don't know, man. Yeah, don't, 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 don't. I'm tired of competition shows. There's a show on uh, Hulu right now called uh, Best in Dough. Oh, Jesus Christ. Where they, you know. These pizza masters get together of course, and they, of course. they talk about pizza while some other people that are upstarts of compete course. making pizzas. And it's fine. I kind of like the premise. I, I enjoy cooking shows, but it's just, uh, I hate all the pop culture. I think Ink Masters is probably the best part. I think Ink Masters has it locked down. I hate really cheesy judges that for some reason they think you should know them. So they're overly peppy do you know what i'm talking about it's like who the fuck are you i've never seen you before in my life but you are way out of control and then they always say shit that's like tiktok oriented or comes from a song or something like that like this one girl won and then she's like oh well you understood the assignment i'm like oh shut up oh jesus just shut up really choke on the dough okay i'm done i'm sorry i'm actually in a good mood believe it or not (laughs) i gotta walk you are this is dan in a great mood i'm in a great mood i'm serious i really am i had sunshine (laughs) on me vitamin d's kick and i'm feeling great Really? Let's get Is back it? to the positives. <laughs> I do sound a little bitter. But, a little uh, bit. Yeah, well, you know, it's those, that tree situation in my backyard I'm unhappy about. That's all. Gonna, oh, uh, you know, I'm not even getting to that. But fuck it. Well, I'll leave it alone. Trees. It's, right. Trees are on my mind. But anyway, Steve, we've got stuff to talk about this week because uh, we've, I've been asking you to watch a lot. You have. And I don't know what you have watched, but I'm going to go down the list. I know there's a certain thing that you watched, and we'll talk about that one first because why wouldn't you watch this? And what I am talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is a little show that popped up. Uh, that was a little over a week ago on Disney+. Plus. When did that one uh, pop up? I'm not even sure of the day. But it's called Werewolf by Night. It is the- oh! Holy crap. It is the MCU's one-off for Halloween. I hope they're going to do more of these. Uh, it follows a lycanthrope superhero who fight. By the uh, by, the way, his name is... <laughs> do you know his name? I don't. Jack Russell. <laughs> That's a werewolf? That's great. That is anyway, so funny, yeah, dude. Yeah, lycanthrope superhero who fights evil using the abilities given to him by a curse brought on by his bloodline. Let's talk about... Oh, oh, God. I, you know what? Rem- <sighs> Should I do this now? I think I am. I think I'm going to do this now, Steve, before we talk about werewolf by night because i just want to give you one more update i hate to keep jumping around like this but i don't want to forget to tell you this because i you you were so strong on this last time i don't know where you are now have you finished uh the midnight club no i stopped that was the other one that i was gonna say that i stopped it's not good steve it's not (laughs) It's not. I, you know, I, the first two episodes were intriguing to me. And I, I do like an anthology. And like I said in the other episode, these stories that they're telling are, very, you know, they're, it kind of gives me like the feeling of an anthology. They're always different stories. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. It is just not, I'm not the demographic for that. And I quickly lost interest in it. And I was just curious if you'd follow it up. But anyway, I'll get back to Werewolf by Night. All right, go for it. So anyway, Werewolf by Night. I already, I did the premise for you. It's directed by Michael Giacchino, I believe his name is. Does that sound correctly to you? Yeah, he does all the music for Marvel. 
And it's a, it's, it stars Gail Garcia Bernal as Jack Russell, Laura Donnelly as Elsa Bloodstone, Harriet Sansom Harris as Verusa, Kirk R. Thatcher as Jovan, Eugenie Bondurant as Azarel, Leonardo Nam as Leorn, and like a whole bunch of other people. You'd be like, who? Oh. But it also shows, and I think it's t- enough time has passed. Uh, Casey, excuse me, Carrie Jones as the one and only man thing. Spoilers there for you. So let's go ahead and talk about that. I want to know what you thought, Firsty, because you've always been our pro lycanthrope guy on this show. Yes. That's basically your thing. So I want to know, what did you think of Werewolf by Night? Well, it's funny because going into this, uh, you know, you hear someone is like, oh, there's a werewolf show coming out. And you're like, oh, I'm so excited. But then you hear that, yeah, it's going to be by the guy who composed all the music for Up, Ratatouille, Star Trek, She-Hulk. You're like, oh, he's a composer. Oh, no. Which I should be the opposite of that. I should be, oh, a musician directing. This should be awesome. You should be but encouraging I, it, right. Absolutely. But I'm thinking a lot of times when you're really, really good at one thing, that's what you're really, really good at. But then I realized after watching it, and mind you, I let me just ruin it. I loved this. This is one of my favorite things of the year. I realized he's probably around people. He's actually been, you know, seeing how people direct, noticing how they do their thing. He's probably maybe he wanted to be a director in the beginning and just found this as a, you know, hey, I'm really good at this thing too. Man, this is perfection. Nice. Per. Perfection. Garcia, I mean, number one, I could watch Garcia in anything he does in life. I can just watch him do his thing. Gael. He, he, Gael. Ga, I got to figure out how to say because someone said Gael Garcia. Is it Gael? Yeah, Gael. Gael. Like Gael. I don't think it's like Gael. It could be Gael, but I think it's Gael. Like it's not, not you're not Elling so much. So it's not like Jorel. It's like Gael. Softer E. But anyway. Mr. Bernal. Mr. Bernal. I I can watch him in, I've watched him throughout the years. I watched him, you know, uh, Mozart in the Jungle, fantastic. Anyway. Um, y tu mama también. That was an interesting one. So, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, immediately, I don't like black and white movies, you know this. I think the only ones I really dug were, you know, there's a few older movies and I'm like, okay, this was good. Um, I think the only recent movie I really love that was black and white is like Ed Wood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I normally am not into it, but man, was this movie good. And the smart thing they did this black and white situation because, you know, they can show all the blood they want and it's not red. You could just go blood.com and it's like a bunch of black stuff you see. I thought this movie was a movie show. What are we calling it? Uh, I believe it's just a one-off special. A special I have a feeling this is not going to be a one-off. I'm going to go on a limb and say they might do something else with both uh, Jack Russell and Man-Thing. I saw, when I saw, I did not, I guess I'm not that deep into Marvel to know who Man-Thing was. All these other people that knew like his date of birth and crowd, I'm like, well, you guys are better than me. I didn't know who the hell he was. Yeah. I just thought that he was a fantastic addition. Uh, the way he kills people is devastatingly, if he was on your bad side... He is not someone you want on the other side because that that was scary how he can do that. And I just think he's both scary and adorable and it was just fantastic. I would watch this again. This is one of the few things that I did not watch again because I didn't want to ruin it for myself. I just loved it from the beginning. The way that they make his eyes glow in the dark, it could have been corny because it's very easy for that to be corny. 
but Lord have mercy, was it not? It was not corny in the least bit. I thought it was fantastic. I The makeup was so not overdone, but it was done to the point where I could not see Mr. Bernal in that makeup. I couldn't even see him. Nowhere could I see him. So it was right in that middle of not too crazy. Post transformation is what you're saying, correct? Yes, I Got couldn't it. see him. Got it. I could not see him. Um, normally, I love to see the transformation. In this movie, they did it wisely and making it, you know, you could see it in the reflection. It's cost effective. Really small. Very cost effective. Not saying that they had to be cost effective, but then there are other stories saying that they're really doing the sci- the um, effects people at Marvel, you know, kind of wrong. So maybe they did have to be. Um, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I can't wait to see what both the director and what happens with this show. I hope they do more of these. Nice, man. Uh, I will say that for me, uh, as far as like the latest phase of MCU has gone, I've sort of been hit or miss. I mean, I've been with it in positive for the most part the entire time, and I'm you know nowhere near stopping. But I will have to say that there have been some clunkers in there. This is not one of those clunkers. This I love this. I thought that uh, much like she, not I'm not comparing the two in the sense of they're the same type of thing, but much like She Hulk, this one just did something so completely different from what I'm used to with the MCU that I couldn't help but love it. I love the noir look to it. The black and white gave me the uh, the feeling of like say. Uh, what am I getting out here? Like Lon Chaney movies, like the classic universal monster type movies, the way that it was filmed. Uh, I loved the score. Uh, I'd love the little, little peppering of the color red in there. You know, you did get some red at special times and you're right. That whole black and white thing with the blood probably saved them a whole bunch of like uh, rewrites. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm sure to, I, I always wonder, but then see the other thing is some people would argue this. I felt like this was a particularly violent special. Elsa Bloodstone can throw down, but she also can get her ass kicked, too. And I was really surprised at how far they let that go. It in no way made me feel weird or like, oh, this shouldn't be on screen. I was just surprised that Disney was down with it. You know what I mean? I think that the blood thing helped. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, you know, uh, Elsa Bloodstone's getting her head like smashed into a freaking concrete. I'm like, damn, that's pretty heavy for Disney, you know? But there it is. Uh, Again, didn't really turn me off by any means i've seen some crazy shit lately and that was nothing but it was it was a bit of a surprise uh, i like the script i just like the, the the whole general feel of it but getting back to like man thing i was all for it i really didn't i knew i've seen man thing before i knew of the, the character but i didn't know his backstory either and ben sat with me and watched this and explained the story so it was i don't know it's kind of a twofold thing because i'm looking at man thing and yeah it's capable of being ferocious but at, at the same time He's given me like the newest cutesy Disney Marvel vibe. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's adorable. I want one. I want an action figure. You know what I mean? And to some people, that would turn them off. And Ben was not one of them, but he did. He kind of put it into light because this guy's an actual dude. Like he was a scientist and some shit went down. I'm not going to tell you the whole story. Some shit went down. But like he he still, even though he transformed, he still has the mind of a man. You know what I mean? And there's so much more with this character. So some people were kind of bummed out that he it was a little like too cutesy, but I didn't feel that. I, uh, and I'm kind of glad. Like sometimes now, I don't know if I if it's good because I'm learning like the MCU version of a character versus going back and being a purist and looking at the comic version of it. But I like it because I can sort of make my own interpretation and then hear what people say and, and then decide, do I want to go back and pay attention to this particular character or not? You know, Uh but yeah, just on on the whole, man, this this it was just a great piece of work, and I hope that they do more. I hope that 
you know, they do these Halloween things more often, more, you know, they're going to get like the Christmas special, the holiday special from Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm all for holiday shows. I don't know if I want to see like a Thanksgiving one, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, or whatever. Yeah. But like, I think it could work. And I think that this was just the perfect time. It's not Halloween themed per se. It's just the right time to put it out. And I thought it was excellent. Yeah. Uh, I will give Werewolf by Night. I'm going to give a very solid 4.25, 4.5 maybe. I'm going to give it a 4.25 just to be on the conservative side of things. Uh, 4.25 Bloodstones. I will give Werewolf by Night a four. I will give it a 4.5 Burned Bodies. There you go. And 4.5 is totally fair. It almost feels like I should be there, but I'm just going to keep it at 4.25. I totally understand. You know me. That. I always go hard, like super hard anyway. And uh, on a side note, since yeah. you brought up She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Oh, the finale. Will, we should talk I about that. I will say this, that if that finale was in the middle of the show, mm-hmm. your boy would have clocked out. I loved it, man. I know. A lot of people did. I, I'm one of the outliers, dude. I dis- I did not like this finale. Why? Tell me that. And, and I'm not arguing with you. I'm sorry. My why no, 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 came no, no. out a little hard. <laughs> but I'm just uh, curious. What is it exactly that you didn't like? Because uh, the people that, you know, they read the comics are like, yeah, this is what she does in the comics. Right. Once she came crawling out of the home screen, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, okay. I get it. You're clever. Nicely. Okay. Cute. I didn't like it. Ah, uh, that's too bad. But I know. You know, different strokes. I got a feeling. Yeah, exactly. Different strokes for different folks. I got a feeling you should probably get used to seeing Jen Walters in the MCU. I oh, think God, she is fan fucking tastic. That's great. I'm just happy other people are ha- having enjoyment. I'm not there to yuck people's yum. Uh, but yeah, dude, I was. You're, I think that's the. No, because you're not going to. I'm going to watch the next season because I, I want to keep up. You're not even going to watch the rest of the season for Hot D. You're done. 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 No, no. If you're telling me to watch it. And oh, I was. Not, yeah. I was listening. Getting back to uh, Ooh, Electric Shock. I was listening because John has actually given up too. But Rob is still, listen, or still watching. And he says that this one coming up here. Are we near the penultimate at this point? I'm not even sure. I could probably have like. Who knows? We're getting close. But apparently yeah. shit's about to pop off from what I understand. So. I'll give it a chance. I just have three to watch, and I'll probably maybe I'll watch them over the next few days if I can. It's not like I hate it, dude. It's just like come on already, you know. It doesn't I mean? go faster, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. just tell you that. All right, and I, the thing is, too, man, and maybe you know this is an unpopular opinion or whatever, but I I think this is also fairly this uh, a shared opinion with a lot of people. I think they fucked up by taking Millie Alcock out. I really do. I think she that they should have just kept her in and aged her, and she because she. She was the reason I was watching the show. Her and I almost said Matt Damon again. Her and Matt Smith were the reason that I was watching that show. They yeah, just but had. If you get rid of her, you can't have Olivia Cook. If you keep her, I would love to have Olivia Cook, Steve. <laughs> we'll keep her around. Is Olivia cooking for you? She's. T- <laughs> mm-hmm. You're a wordsmith. You know that. I try, dude. It's pretty. It's pretty good. But. <laughs> I should grow right there, too. No, I just, I think she's good. I, you know, I've always been, I, uh, I've really liked her since Thoroughbreds. Do you remember that movie? I do remember that movie. You really dug that movie. She was great in Thoroughbreds. Yeah. And that was my first time I ever seen her. And then I think you the really next time I saw her was like, uh, uh, what was it? Ready Player One. A lot of people hated that one. I thought she was good in that one. Well, I didn't even know she was show English. That Adam Tippleman got me into Slow Horses. What she's do they do? Do, like, do, the, do the horses moo or what? Slow horses? Yeah. So they move. Get it. 
I got you. I don't know how that. <laughs> you just try things, and, and sometimes they. Work. <laughs> I got you. Sometimes they work, and sometimes they don't. But it, with my experience, I find it's just better to leave it in and not edit it out. I, I, that's what she said. It I makes totally me uh, vulnerable to the world. You know what I mean? So I, I would. It's a. It's a good show. But if you like Olivia Cook, um, you probably will like the show. But Olivia Cook. She does a great job in Hot D. I yeah. think she's one of the very good, at, the people that are just pulling this forward, like sure. making it happen. Yeah, I bet. But it's slow, dude. Yeah. I will let you know. <laughs> I'll check it. It's just, it's... Um, Don't be sleepy. Yeah, that's the problem, Jay, is that... Uh, <laughs> I'm, you know what's weird is I'm, I'm, I'm doing this old man thing, but I know it's not because I'm an old man. It's because I have changed the way I sleep. So like, you know, I was working... Late and I would go to bed at like two, three o'clock in the morning. I wake up at like ten o'clock in the morning, and I just had this weird, always felt kind of wrong, you know, sleep schedule. And now I'm like going to bed early and I'm waking up early. So when I stay up late and try to watch a show, yeah, I end up falling asleep, and that's bad. <laughs> and maybe that's why I don't. Maybe I'm not enjoying it because it's a little slow. And then, granted, I'm not watching it late at night, but it's that time. It's that twilight hour where I'm starting. Oh yeah, dude. That man needs his nap every now and then. Or I'll, I'll, I'll eat like a heavy dinner, and then I'll start watching it. I'm, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. I, I will tell you one thing. I, I think that she's going to be one of those people you love to hate, Olivia Cook. Olivia Cook. Yeah, she's going to be a, a. You you love to hate her. That's exactly what they're shooting for. Yeah, that's exactly. But I just. I think it's fun to watch, but mm-hmm. when people are just like, yeah, I'm not digging it, I totally get why. I'm not hating it. I just stopped. It, it's, I didn't even like go, I'm putting my foot down and I'm not going to watch it anymore. It's just, eh, I'll get to it. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll get to it at some point. Maybe when the season's over and I'll just blast it all out real quick. That's what I would think you should do. I don't think you should catch up. I think you should wait. Just don't get spoiled in tw- on Twitter. It's going to be tough. I've been staying off of Twitter a lot. That's good. So... Especially with Black Adam coming out, even though I already know what the big spoiler is. I don't know why he did that. The Rock should have said anything. But, you know, th- that shows how big he is where normal, like some stars would have gotten in trouble for giving any type of info. They're not going to touch the guy. He's probably the most, other than Tom Cruise, the most marketable face in Hollywood. Did you see that weird video of people passing their newborn child across a... Uh... I don't know if it was for like a Black Adam event or I don't know what it is, but The Rock was on stage. And I would say that this newborn child, probably no more than two months old, I'm guessing three months old, was being passed in like a concert like venue just to strangers to hand to The Rock. That's so no. crazy and irresponsible. I, if I were The Rock, I would have been like, hey, 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 hey put your fucking how about baby we back. don't do that? How, yeah. yeah. Nope. Rock just cheesing, holding the baby. He was just like, yeah, I mean, dude, don't. That's crazy, dude. What if someone like sneezed and dropped your baby or. You know what he would have asked them? He would have been like, what would have happened if you fell? (laughs) (laughs) You made me snort. (laughs) You're so dumb. I love DYD, sir. Damn, you dumb. Oh my God! Good for you, sir. I Good try. for you. You really, you're on fire today. <laughs> this dude is on fire. Yes, there we go. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick before uh, we move along here. Speaking, I guess I'm moving along while I'm talking to you. But speaking of She-Hulk, have you been watching Bite Sized Halloween on Hulu? 
No. Anthological I've never show. even heard of it. Yeah, check it out. They're very short. They're like 10-minute episodes. Wait, but, let me uh, see if I have watched it. Let me think. But speaking of She-Hulk, or more importantly, Tatiana Maslany, she stars, and I think it's like episode two, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't watched the whole thing yet, but it is an episode called Snatched. Uh, after coming out as gay, if it's I have year. watched it. I Did you watch that one? I'm, I've watched season one. I've watched, I have not watched season two. Okay, she's in season two. Okay, cool. So it's called Snatch. It says, after coming out as gay, a 15-year-old boy must fight for his life when his parents react with otherworldly acceptance. Oh, this is season three she's on. Is it season three? Okay, my yeah, bad. Sorry. Yeah, there's season two. Oh, dude, I know what I'm doing. There goes my day. Hey, what's good about it is, as it says in the title, Steve, they're bite-sized. Take a couple of chomps, move away, come back later, have a couple more bites. You know, dude, you know, your boy, bro. What are you talking about? I know. About? I know. You know, well, ten, of- you know, if they're 10 minutes long, though, you really could just blast out the whole season <laughs> in a sitting. Yeah. And it's like watching a movie. I liked this one with Tatiana Maslany, though. Uh, a, it's got Tatiana Maslany in it. But also it just it's it's just absurd. So this kid is really having a hard time uh, with his sexuality and he's going to come out to his parents and his parents are just like. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, well, we'll talk about it later. Like, this kid's given it his all to come out to his... It's been fucked up for him, but he's going to come out to his parents at that moment, that, that moment that the kid needed. And they're like, all right, well, it's probably a phase. We'll talk about it tomorrow. You know, that kind of thing. They just blow him off. And uh, so that night, out the kid's window, you can see these two or maybe three, like, meteorite things hit. And then the next morning, the kid wakes up and... Tatiana Mazani says, Mom, and she's in the kitchen. She turns around, she's got a shirt on, and says, I love my gay son. And the dad comes out and he's wearing like short shorts and shit. And they're just like super, super over the top with this. But there's a reason for it, Steve. It's because they've been snatched. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah. And then, you know, wackiness ensues for the next like three and four and a half minutes or something like that. But it's funny. It's a fun show. Yeah. So if you, uh, I I won't even rate it. I was just going to let you guys know a bite sized Halloween. I love season one. Yeah, I think I saw some of those, but I completely forgot about this. Uh, I think she only popped up. It was because I was looking at She-Hulk or something on IMDb, and I saw that that's where she was. Because she's got these really crazy blue eyes in it. But uh, yeah, check it out. It's fun. Done deal. Yeah. Just thought I'd share that with you, Steve. It is the season to be, uh, you know, wooed by the Halloween spirit, if you will. Um, What else you want to talk about? We've seen what you see on the screen there, buddy. We've seen all of these, correct? Yeah. Okay. You know what? Why don't you start one up, buddy? What do you want to talk about? Dan, you know that I am a fan of classic horror. Classic, I guess it would be considered that in the 80s, even though it wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. And Hellraiser. Ooh, Hellraiser. Was not a fan when I was young because I did not, like after the movie, I was like, what the, I don't even, it was too over my head. We have such sights to show you. I didn't understand what it was. I was like, wait, what? It was just too highbrow for me as a kid. I just wanted to be like, okay. Now, I caught up later on. I was like, oh, now I get it. But I also understood how people that were teenagers would not really sit around to try to figure out the mechanisms of said, you know, demons. And uh, so they recently remade Hellraiser. It's not even a sequel, right? It's not. They don't even call it a sequel. No, it's it's a, a reboot, if you will, and it's supposed to be a little bit closer. I have not read this, but it's supposed to be closer uh, or more inspired, I should say, by the Hellbound Heart, which was written by Clive Barker. I never, I never read that book. 
Yeah, uh, it's a take on... Let me just go ahead and read this here since I got it up. A take on Clive Barker's 1987 horror classic where a young woman struggling with addiction comes into possession of an ancient puzzle box, unaware that its purpose is to summon the Cenobites. This movie star... Uh, actually, it's directed by David Bruckner, written by Ben Collins, who did the screenplay, along with Luke uh, Piotrowski and David S. Goyer, and it stars Odessa Azion, Jamie Clayton, and Adam Faison, just to name a few. All right, Steve, go ahead. Now, the interesting thing is this David Bruckner has done a few things that I've liked. He's done, uh, I, I still liked, I, I liked um, uh, Creepshow, a few of the Creepshows that he did. Southbound, I wasn't a fan of, but he did a segment that I did dig. He did Average Tonight for the first VHS, and I liked that. Uh, and si- The Signal was good, too. You're missing a big one. Do you remember The Ritual? You know what? I don't really remember that. Movie. The ritual was dope. It's on Netflix. Oh, was it still. with the two, three guys in the woods? Yeah, when they go camping. I thought it was pretty good. Or they go hiking or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it had a, a spoilers. It's a, it's a bit of a Wendigo presence. Yeah. It's, it's it very good. good. It was good. And he's always, all the stuff he's done was good. And so I did not know he was even directing this because in my brain, I was watching it regardless. I was like, okay, I'm in. Because when they the, when they announced the, uh, the, the casting of... Um, What's my homegirl's name? Jamie Clayton. Home person's name? Uh, I don't know how sh- this person. It's the, it's your home they. Home they. Uh, when I found out that they were going to be in this movie, I was like, that's a, when I saw the makeup, I was like, oh my God. And when I, when they, when this person first appe- appears on screen and you hear the voice. Oh. The perfect voice. Yeah. I said, whatever they're doing, this, I could listen to this voice. I could see why it's so enamoring. Like, oh, talk. He's like, you know, the the way that they talk. Oh, I loved it. This movie was right up my alley. Now, I will say the reason I preface this was the way I did was I totally can understand someone going to the bathroom, coming back. And being like, what the hell is going on in this movie? Because they really are trusting the 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 smarts, the wisdom of the watcher. They are not trying to make it dumbed down for anybody. You really have to pay attention to what's happening. They're not putting training wheels on for you. No, what, this is a very highbrow like horror movie. And normally I don't like those because they often end with a, who knows what happened? What do you think? The good thing is that this didn't this didn't do that. I loved this movie. I will rate it after you do, but I thought this movie was really, really good. All right. Are you ready for my opinion, Steve? Right, let's do it, dude. Loved it. Fucking loved hey! this one. Yeah, no, I really did like Hellraiser a lot. I was worried. I wasn't worried. You know, we we've seen a lot of remakes, and sometimes they're hits, sometimes they're missed. But this one I was. I love Hellraiser, but I will say that when I go back and I watch the old ones, as much as I love the classics, there are there's some cheese to it sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. like because we've just grown up and the and the way that the technology is gone, special effects is gone, sometimes it's a little bit cheesy and campy. But this one does a wonderful job of telling a very cohesive story. That 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 sort of flirts with the original a little bit. The, there's you'll find that the, you can hear the score from the original yes. in the background. Little things mm-hmm. like that. There's going to be familiar sights as as far as like the lament box goes or the 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 puzzle box because it, it's I think isn't lament only one of the in this particular version lament is only one of the uh, configurations. Correct. 
Yes. Yeah. So this box is different. This one, you know, this isn't your mother's box. <laughs> your mother's box. This I isn't. Your, I didn't mean to. It just came out that way. But you know what I'm saying? Like this box is different because it has different configurations, and there's there's more to it. There's a little little stabby thing that comes out, and there's there's different ways that the Cenobites go of of getting your um, of you getting their attention. I should say. Uh, one thing that kind of worried me at first is that I loved the feeling of of Kirstie's isolation in the first two. She really felt like she was on her own. She had her mom. She had Uncle Frank, crazy ass Uncle Frank. And basically the hell, the, you know, even if you go to part two, she had the doctor and there was no one really on her side so much. And on top of that, she's struggling with being an addict. This one here gave us a little bit more of a modern take on it where we see this a lot in movies now and I could critique it, but I'm not really critiquing it. I'm just saying that uh, it turns into more of an ensemble cast. Of young, good-looking people with some, you know, it's um, a little on the cliche side when it comes to her, like her teen. But yes. I didn't; it didn't really take from the movie. It just actually just it just changed it. It made me watch it differently. Um, I liked it. I thought it was very good. I th- I don't think it was too long or anything like that. I don't think that uh, it was very like disre- like disrespectful to the the original Hellraiser. I will tell you that I've seen all of the Hellraisers up to I think what is what did we stop at like Hellraiser five or something so, like that. I didn't hate any of them. I didn't hate any of them, but I got to be honest with you. Outside of the first two, they're pretty fucking forgetful to me. They're very forgetful. They're easily watchable. Easily They're watchable. easily watchable. Yeah. I remember seeing three in the theater, but I could not tell you what the premise of that movie was. Yeah. Uh, this one raised the stakes up a b- little bit, and it and it, uh, it it revamped. It gave me some like, oh, all right, there's this whole other world that we can go in and and, and you know dive into again, and with just a little bit of a twist. I think the addition of um, I'm not really tripping on the whole gender swap thing. I think sometimes it's done unnecessarily. And that can be annoying sometimes in movies. But in this case, I and like I said, I do believe this is more inspired by the Hellbound Heart. I believe that Pinhead, or in this case, Priest, is uh, part of that. Like it was a, there was a female Cenobite that was like the head Pinhead, if you will, in the book. But don't quote me on that. I didn't read it. But that's what I've read. Um, so, yeah, everything was cool. Your voice that you're talking about was awesome. Didn't they do kind of like, let me see if this works. Oh, that's, that's not it. That's not the special not effect I'm looking for. Let's see. Testing. Hey, 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 hey. I fuck it. Who cares? Let me turn it off. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) there's like a doubling on here somewhere here. But um, yeah, I just think that the way that they did the voice was really cool. I agree with you 100% on that. I think that the upgrade or yeah, the upgrade to the to the, you know, their what do you want to call it? Their costumes or I guess or their their attire that they have on was really cool because it's a little more uh, it's fleshy now. Before they were like black leather Rob Halford from Judas Priest kind of shit with some spikes on it and whatnot. But now it's sort of more of like their being, I think. That's how I took it. Like their their costumes are just part of their body. And I and and if you uh, are wondering what I'm talking about there, Steve, I'm talking about the very think of the very end. What happens at the yeah, very end and how it's part of it. A certain person yeah. is assembled. So this whole thing is just a part of them and they give it like flesh tones. Love me how too. They did that. Yeah. Oh. I loved it too. Yeah. Uh, I did find it kind of weird. Like, where is this fancy metal that keeps out evil? Like, you know, uh, Voight, the character of Voight has this yeah. little fortress of solitude, if you will. And if he puts down these metal gates, the Cenobites can't get in. That was pretty much my one, like, oh, come on. Like, they can do yeah. all this shit, but they can't, like, get through a metal gate. Fair enough. Okay. That's, I got to get me some of that. <laughs> I got to get some of that metal. You know? 
you know, but um, other than that, yeah, it just had that really, it had the Hellraiser feel. It really did. It was just really revamped and, and you could tell that the money was put into this. You can tell some love was put into this one. It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel like they had a, a fucked up script and they just did what they could to get through it and they did the best they could. I felt like they were really coming for their A game on this one and uh, I loved it. Yeah, I would highly recommend that if you haven't seen Hellraiser yet, check it out. But watch this updated version. Uh, and, and I think if you're um, maybe not such a fan of horror, maybe the gore gets you or something like that. This is a nice little gateway into it. Because if you go back to like the Clive Barker old school Hellraisers, I think the gore was a lot more intense in those. Even though time has proven that the special effects didn't really hold up. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, it's I think it's outstanding. I loved it. I think this was a you know, this is the time of year for me to watch this kind of stuff. I do like horror movies all year, but when we get down to October, I get busy. And this was a great addition to it. I think the uh, <clears throat> the character of Riley played by Odessa is as young. She was really good, too, man. She was very believable. And I wouldn't be at all ha- like unhappy if they made another one and she popped up again. Oh, for sure. I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go ahead and do it. They probably will. I think this movie's gotten way more praise than they were expecting. So I would not be surprised if, you know, come around 2024, 2025 Halloween or something like that, we're going to end up seeing Hellraiser 2. I hope. Remember the doctor, though, in part two? He was dope. Remember that sound he made? Yeah. Oh, man, had that like snake thing stuck to his head, like a worm, a worm arm tentacle thing stuck to his head. All just, of those just cre- floating him around the labyrinth. Dude, all of those those effects were re- they still hold up. Dude. Oh, yeah. I was. Uh, that's what I wanted to ask you. What did you think of the additions? Because there was some familiar faces in this uh, just, you know, revamped. What did you think of the makeup? All of them were good. I thought they were all. I'm glad that there's not a billion pictures, at least going around about how they did the makeup. Because mm-hmm. I this one, I kind of want to be. I like the fact that uh, I did see the actresses and uh, that were behind the makeup, the actors and actresses, mm-hmm. and uh, man, they disappeared. <laughs> I was like, "Well, didn't expect you to look like that." They disappeared behind those Cenobite joints, dude. It's pretty amazing. So good. I will say that I, I really liked the makeup, but I would prefer. And it's just one of those things. Like, if I had my way, I would prefer the makeup that was done for the female Cenobite in the original. The one that has the uh, the neck, and we'll just say oh, the, yeah. the, the thing on the neck. I won't say yeah. what people call her, but uh, it was it was an okay design. I don't know what they were doing with the weird like nun hat of skin over her head. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The habit. It was interesting. It yeah. was interesting. I prefer the other one, but I'm not knocking this at all. And the chatterer was dope too. Chatterer was actually more threatening. As just oh, you geez, didn't really see that. him Ooh. as well as you do in the original. But the chatterer and was dope. The, the one thing that I loved about speaking of the chatterer how it did the switcheroo because technically there are rules to the game and whoever's blood right i was like whoa yeah there's more bargaining going on in this one and the rules are different and and, the rule, and they are strict and it doesn't matter whose blood is on that thing yeah leviathan they, is not choosy no and i love that hellraiser did he was it was uh uh hellraiser did the sort of um Jurassic Park thing where he's like, clever girl. <laughs> well done. No big yeah. deal to him. You have unlocked the uh <laughs> what did she say? Like I forgot how she how she put it, but it's like, okay. Kind of disappointed in a way. Yeah, like, we could have like, we could have done so much more with you, but you've unlocked this configuration. So uh game over. Well, and here's then, what what depressed me. It was kind of depressing. Where there's a part, turn off your ears for the next five uh, 20 seconds for spoilers. There's a part at the end where she's like, you've chosen to just live life 
and regret the things you've done. I'm like, oh my God, we've all chosen lament. Yeah. Every last one of us. And she was just like, well, good luck. on." Or they were like, good luck on you. I'm like, oh my God, we've all chosen that. <laughs> Dear Lord. And I just sit and think about that. And I was like, I don't know if the director, the director totally meant it. They're like, you just chose to make mistakes and just live with those mistakes, huh? All right. Well, you humans are interesting. Enjoy, I guess. You know what I'm saying? It's easier to go through the torture we're going to put you through than the torture you're about to put yourself through. Right. Enjoy. I was like, dude, that what a heavy. I was like, wow, that's depressing. I loved it. Oh, one more thing that I will point, point out. I liked this time that since, you know, even though it's a priest is now priest and not pinhead, I like that she's able to pull the pins out and do some shit with them. It's pretty dope. And Before that wasn't the case. Than I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and I like the 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 shot of that. There's a shot where uh, the priest pulls out a pen and does a little sticking on somebody, Jesus and it's Christ. the interesting angle or uh, yeah, the shot, the view of this going in. That is, I have to give him some props on that one there. So, getting with that, I'm gonna go ahead and go with. Uh, I will give it a solid. F- what did I give it last time? I actually talked about this recently, but I think my scores actually changed. I'm going to go ahead and give this one a solid four out of five. I give it a four out of five uh, needle sticks through the throat. I will give this a solid 3.75 out of five barbed wire wristbands. Yeah, that was nice. That was a good touch and it felt familiar, you know? Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. How old do you think Jamie Clayton is? Hmm. What was she on? She was on that Sense 8. And I'm trying to think of how she looks right now. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say 37. 44. Really? She looked good. She looked fantastic. She looks fantastic. I had a <laughs> I feeling like, oh, we were going to go older, but I was trying to give her a little bit of the bad. Yeah, 37. I think she looks 37. Easy. Fan-freaking-tastic. She, yeah. Uh, they, uh, all the, I, I will watch her in anything, so I can't wait. I really, outside of Sense8 and this, that's all I've really seen her in. And I didn't watch all of Sense8. But uh, yeah, I think I'm a Jamie Clayton fan. Where did I see her? That's a good question, dude. Because I just saw in something. Oh, she was in um that show that you like, right? Oh, that with, one. Hold with, on, maybe. Um, <laughs> Hold on real quick. Which, no. She wasn't in uh, Euphoria, was she? I don't know. She was in the L. No, you're thinking of. No, that's not her. Uh, she was in the L word. She was in Redbird Lane, Equal, Roswell, New Mexico. Uh, like I said, Sense 8. Da, 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 da. She was in Are We There Yet? The TV series. Oh, no. I did oh, you know what that. she was in, bro? She was huh. in that. Remember that HBO show, Hung? Oh, she was in that. But, I love that show. Yeah. But I saw her. I, I remember her from the L word, Generation Q. Okay, so yeah. has she has her acting career always was it always post op? I do not know that. Or pre, I shouldn't say post op. I've sorry. only I've, seen uh, her this post transition. I should say I've only seen her this way. Okay, all right, yeah, she's great, man. I really like her. I think I'm gonna make a movie and throw her in it. Just you know, throw her a bone. Are you really? Does I she think need so. Your help? I think so. Yeah, maybe we might, we're gonna get her incorporated into the whole geek out freak out this year. We we'll need see. to get her on Heroes. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I doubt it, though, Steve. I don't think we're going to get her. Why are you automatically saying no, Steve? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't feel confident in uh, asking her to come on, but we'll see. We got enough people coming on, man. Got guests coming up in the near future. Now, Steve, before we wrap things up, 
And speaking of wrapping up, uh, this this trilogy actually is wrapping up right now, and uh, which is. I'm not going to say anything. Maybe, maybe it's for the best. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, Halloween Ends came out just last week, uh, 2022 release, because I said last week. It, it clocks in at an hour and 51 minutes, and uh, the saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode comes to a spine-chilling climax in this final installment of the trilogy. Final installment? I highly doubt it. This particular trilogy? Yes, but I think we'll be seeing guaranteed he's going to come back at some point i don't know when but he's coming back soon uh this movie as you uh, might know if you've been a fan stars jamie lee curtis stars andy match matchiak i believe it is and then james jude courtney uh rohan campbell <laughs> rohan campbell will Patton, and jesse boyd um steve you go first on this one so after watching the first two movies of this trilogy, in my brain, I'm like, you're going to have a high hill to climb in order to top those for me because I liked them both. Can I stop you for a quick second yeah. just to kind of go before we go too far? Did you, I can't remember. Did you like Halloween Kills? I did. You did, I did. like Halloween Kills. I okay. Like Halloween I remember Kills. that it was one of the kills of the year. His, uh, his knife, knife block. Knife? Yeah. The human knife block was super dope. And boy, did it come around. Yeah. 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 Kind of came around. So I. You, this movie had everything to lose. Everything for me. Like, I was like, oh, all you have to do is mess up a little bit and this movie crumbles for me. I'm done. I loved this movie, dude. Not only did I love it, it's probably one of my favorite horror movies of the year. I adored this movie for what exactly it was. I didn't come in expecting anything thank goodness dude if i would have come in expecting a thing i would have probably been screwed over i, I don't know in, in this one how you don't come in expecting a thing but I'll, I'll i'll wait the only thing i expected was for the trilogy to end okay. to end and i was like i wonder how they're gonna do this i don't know exactly how they're gonna do this and especially they started out kind of being like it felt like it was done already the way they started the movie but it's really, I loved the piece, the slice of, um, of how America would treat a family in this situation. And it's pretty on point. And I kind of like jumping into the shoes of this family now that this whole thing is quote unquote in the past and how it ended up. I love Jamie Lee. I thought Jamie Lee Curtis was fantastic. I could see it, watch her in anything. It's not even a fair thing. But I also liked... Um, other new, uh, do I call them evil? I guess we could call them evil. You know what? Let's just go full spoilers on this one. We're going full sure? spoilers for the Halloween ends. Yes, for sure. Okay. So I enjoyed how they, because you had to have a different evil person. And they make Roland Campbell, who plays Corey, the person that kind of embodies this new evil. And they're trying to say that, you know what, it's not necessarily only a purse or only a one person that's evil. It's it can infest a town. The whole town acts different now that Michael Myers has been in that town. The town has never gotten under the, getting gotten from underneath the from uh, underneath the the gross cloud of what Michael Myers now represents. We already found in the previous movie that this is not a man. This is more of an idea you're trying to kill. You're trying to kill this idea of Michael Myers and there is no killing it, you know? And I, I just thought, I was like, man, this is really freaking smart. You know, for me, it was just really, really smart. I thought that they took a lot of swings and I thought uh, as much as the swings worked, 
there was like one or two that I'm like, oh, that didn't really work. But the fact that they swung for it, I was like, you didn't fumble the ball. And there was every, there was every possible moment for you to swing and fumble this ball horrendously. And for me, it didn't. I absolutely loved the movie. I actually thought there was some a, a very, very touching moment when they put that body on the top of the car and was like, no, the 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 town needs to see that this is over. It, we can't just kill him and then get rid of the bot. No, the town needs to see this to get over what is the idea of Michael Myers. And I was like, wow, this is pretty freaking, whoa. I loved it, man, from beginning to end. Loved the movie. What did you think? All right. Uh, not going to have anywhere near the high <laughs> accolades that you had for this movie, dude. I, I really I didn't really care for this movie, if I'm being honest with you. I That's think cool, they should have yeah. called this motherfucker Evil Hides Tonight because homie didn't come out till like he was he was in a cave. Michael Myers is in a cave for 85 percent of the movie in a tunnel, a, a pipe, if you will, a sewage pipe. And I just think that if you're going to tease us this long about this trilogy coming to an end and it is the battle of Laurie Strode and Michael Myers that we shouldn't have a Corey in this, who I think is just, I, you know me in faces, Steve. He is my new most hateable face. Oh, I wow. don't know. Rohan Campbell, I, you know what? On the chance you ever hear this, which I know you won't, but on the chance you do, I'm sure you're a fine person. I hate your face. And I don't know why. I just hate it. I just fucking hate his face. I hated his character. Uh, I, I will say one thing. I'm gonna, I will say some, some good things I liked about the movie. And one of those things is the very beginning of the movie when they introduce Corey. Because Corey plays a uh, 21, as he says it a couple of times, 21-year-old uh, odd jobsman, if you will. He's babysitting mm-hmm. this kid. I don't know if he's... I, I think he's been babysitting him several times, but he's for these, this couple. And this house that has like a million floors to it. And... There is a scene where this guy, this kid locks Corey into the closet. Again, full spoilers, you guys, full spoilers. And Corey's freaking out, which I would probably be pretty pissed off too. But it's the case, it's the worst case of timing. And I was like, okay, here we go. I actually did the whole this rock because Corey kicks the door open. This kid goes flying <laughs> over the balcony to his death, a bloody death. And it is something that that is always jarring to me when a kid falls that way do you remember the movie z we talked about this with brandon christensen yes remember yes. when that kid falls from, uh, th- that just i was like whoa okay we got ourselves i a did movie not here. expect it, it i didn't know it's super jarring yeah and but i was like okay you got my attention and I'm, i was getting pretty hopeful but i did not like what they did with uh like laurie strode's okay she's just she who she is who she is she's writing her book she is uh, i think four years removed from the last time that michael myers terrorized the town but so she's just living her life and she's been an outcast. She's been made fun of a lot of the town, not made fun of, well, made fun of too, but the town hates her because they feel like she antagonized Michael Myers to come back and basically put the hurt on this town. It's all her fault. She provoked him. That's how they see Absolutely. it. Uh, now we're talking about Corey who, you know, like I just said, he, he, uh, he gets off. I believe it was like with, uh, some kind of a manslaughter charge or something like that. But he he walked. But the town hates him too. He's now a pariah. He's like, freak, and people are fucking with him because he is a child killer to them. So I'm, I'm feeling for him. But then it just did exactly what I fucking knew it was going to do. I'm like, okay, they're going way too hard on this kid. And I called it immediately. He's going to be, my. I said, well, how I put it was, he's going to be Michael Myers somehow. That's what's going to happen. And sure as shit, that's Absolutely. what happened. Now, here's the deal. Michael Myers has been a one-man just destruction zone 
for as long as we've had Halloween. Suddenly we need to have him reaching out and, and teaming up and showing empathy and showing mercy for that matter to someone. He has him in a chokehold and he, he shows mercy and lets him go to what do his bidding or something like that. I just, I just thought it was fucking lame and I could just start, I started calling it step by step what was going to happen in this one. And the other thing that really pissed me off about this, not that they had a lot of character development with her in uh, Halloween ends, but uh, Allison, the character of Allison, who is Laurie Strode's granddaughter is just a brainless fool in this one. Like she, I don't think that the character from Halloween Kills would be making these decisions, these bad decisions with this guy. I like him. He's, he's an outcast. Yeah, there's fucking death all around him and all these pieces keep falling into place, yet you're just not buying it. And just the way that she she handled all of that, I thought it was just really poor writing. And again, I, I just think that if I'm going to see a movie called Halloween, I don't want to see some new... Like, they didn't call it Halloween, the new batch, or not the new batch, that's Gremlins, but you know what I'm saying? Like, Halloween, the new threat, anything like that. Corey's Halloween, call it what the fuck you want. It was just Halloween ends. And so I ended up watching, as we all did, Corey doing all of the killing in this movie and then teaming up in this really fun way with Mike. I just didn't care. I didn't think it worked at all. And, uh, but then... So like that whole pretty pretty much the the whole entirety of the movie I'm just not feeling this shit. I like the beginning, it really got my attention. I I think it slowly just descended into shit if in my opinion in this this uh throughout the course of the movie. But then at the end, I did like that part. I did like that they kind of brought it back around again and the whole parading him in the car throughout the town, going to the site and watching what ha- leave that spoiler uh, just for, you know, the sake of imagination, watching what happens to Michael Myers at the end of this movie. I thought that was actually really cool. We just didn't need all this Corey story. And for that, I think the movie really suffers and I I didn't enjoy it. I don't think that I was thinking I think I, God, I don't know if I like this one better than the second one or not. I think I might like Halloween Kills a little bit better. This one just pissed me off with the addition of Corey. But, uh, I mean, there you go. This trilogy is done. No more Corey. I don't think, God, I really hope no more Corey. But the next time we see Michael Myers again, it would be nice to see him without that guy. So I don't think we're going to see him again. And I'm good with that. I think at some point you got to, you got to stop at some point or at least give us some time to breathe. Or just really have a story that's worth telling, and or then put I it think up. I think I, I really appreciate maybe these directors are like, hey guys, it's just like there was a great there was a great, great um they asked one of I forgot if it was Miles Davis's friends or who they asked him what what if Miles Davis was around today they said he'd be pissed off that you guys are still playing his songs like after all these years you guys didn't do other stuff you didn't write new stuff. I think directors are kind of being like, okay, guys, we can't keep stringing out these 1970s and 1980 monsters. Like, we need new monsters, which is why I'm appreciating, like, Terrifier and stuff like this, where it was like, let's get new monsters to go now. How long can we rely on that, dude? And it makes you feel like, did, did, was it that, you know, creativity just died then? You know what I'm saying? With as far as classic monsters, or is it just the way that we create? We create for sequels. We don't create for let me make a monster that's so horrifying, not knowing if we're gonna get a sequel or not. Let's just make a horrifying monster right now. I don't know if the directors have a mindset like that anymore, but I'm glad that they're killing them off one by one. Like when it's Jason's turn. It's Jason's turn. Uh, I would like to see a better Freddy Krueger. 
I think that I don't want Freddie to. There's no one that could do him. I'm just saying nobody. I feel like it's coming. And if it's coming, then I'd rather see it done better than what we got last time with Haley Joel Osment, who really was a great choice for a Freddie, but he just he wasn't Haley Joel Osment. That wasn't Haley. I'm sorry, not Haley Joel Osment. Fuck. It's gonna I know. Sound, it's gonna, thank you for correcting me because I, I didn't even catch that I'd said What's that. His na- I forgot the guy's name now. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you right now because of Haley Joel Osment. That'd be funny. <laughs> I see dead people. <laughs> Adult Haley Joel Osment. Uh, let's see. God damn it. What is his name? It is Jackie Earl Haley. Not There's the Haley. Not Haley Joel Osment. Jackie Earl Haley is who I was talking about. I think he was the perfect... <laughs> I'm just picturing Haley Joel Osment <laughs> Freddy Krueger. But anyway, um, I think he was a great selection for him. He has that kind of a odd, weird, oddball kind of a He's look. He's too he short. Yeah, but that can always be changed. I mean, they do that with Tom Cruise and Sylvester Stallone in every freaking movie. They could yeah, make this work. But if you have a face like... They picked a guy with such a unique look yeah. that it's tough to find another guy with that... I mean, even without makeup, Robert England looks very like particular he's just got the look and and we yes. will always associate robert england because of that with freddy krueger and that's a tough because he's not super old so he could do it he could he's not crazy old and uh, i mean here's the hard part about freddy krueger he's the one exception to the rule there is no killing him as long as kids have nightmares and those nightmares are vivid enough and you have to sleep, Freddy Krueger exists. That's it. Are you going to kill a bloodline? <laughs> are you going to kill somebody's whole familial bloodline? No. There is no killing Freddy Krueger. It's over. But all their other ones can be. You know, they we can be. Like the, the, getting back to like bringing characters, you know, and killing them off or whatever. A lot of people think that they should have stopped with uh, Leatherface, whereas you and I were like, nope, please, more, <laughs> more oh, of that. Dude. Wow. We were, and man. I think that you and I were the only ones, man, in the freaking world that liked that movie. Um, I think horror, like people that love horror movies, were kind of so, it's fun to see the, the, that little core group that are so flabbergasted. Yeah. Like, what did you, what, what, what did you guys want? I mean, you, you did see the chainsaw thing, right? But like, yeah, but it wasn't that great. But you did see how he killed that. What Like, they loved it. Yeah. So they don't even understand, like, okay, well, then what do you guys? And I think they're like, we want a perfect script that is deep and amazing. They're like, that's not what. If you go and watch Nightmare on Elm Street, the script isn't amazingly highbrow. No. It's not. It's just like, you want to see how cool it is to kill someone like this? Or, uh, you know, you go to Nightmare, you know, Dream Warriors. Yeah. You want to see a head come but, out of TV? See, that's yes. the thing. That's the thing, though, Steve. I think, uh, you know, these movies that we cherish so much that are from the 80s, they were never really cerebral type movies. No. They didn't take a lot of thought process. You went in, you saw your favorite slasher, monster, what have exactly. you. In New Adventures. And I didn't really care for the trend of everything going campy towards the end. But it was like, it, it, it was, you knew what you were getting yourself into. Bingo. And now I just think that that type of a, um, I mean, it's cinema, of course, but that's not really what I'm getting at. Like, I guess that type of a script just doesn't really fly well. Like, the campy doesn't really work anymore. You know? Uh, I think because remember, what's that with a Fear Street is very campy. Yeah, I'm talking about that work. I'm talking about Freddy Krueger cracking jokes. You know what I mean? Even like towards, yeah. like even in the Hellraisers, after a while, Pinhead started getting a little, little, a little bit witty. Freddie, I think Freddie Krueger infected a lot of uh, 
Because I could still, because of my age, if Robert England came back and didn't meet, make campy like quips, I'd be like, what the hell? Did, well, then why bring him? Like, remember when he was like, oh, I love dark meat? That was even close to being like, all right, Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> About to shove them claws up your he, ass, homie. You, this is a wrong fight you don't want to have. Yeah. Because we'll just get brothers together and dream about you at once. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll all get in there. You know what I mean? We'll dream of gosh. We'll take a bunch of sleeping pills, Fred. For real. We'll have a gang of us come up. Be like, what would you say about dark meat hemi? You know what I'm saying? But uh Freddie's Fred, Fred walking through the neighborhood in the dream and he's seeing like pigeons and shit flipping. <laughs> Shoot, it gotta be we gotta have some niggas on Elm Street, bro. <laughs> That's hilarious. Keep playing. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> That's why we do what we do, ladies and gentlemen. Right exactly. There. But I, I, I think, um, is this going to be, uh, do I like, did I love this movie? I loved it. Yes. Is it, is it, and this, here's the sad part. I don't even know if it's a, a horror movie, but did I like it more than I liked Werewolf by Night? No. Because I felt like I just watched something I've never seen before on Werewolf by Night. Yeah. Did I but like I, it more than Hellraiser? Yeah. But in all fairness, Steve, I don't no. think that this movie actually advertises itself as being something that you've never seen. Like this, you know what you're getting with Halloween. Exactly. But same with Hellraiser. And I still liked Hellraiser better. Because I just think, and the, here's the thing. Closing out a story is Stephen King knows how hard it is. All of the ends of his stories are terrible. Every time you read, you know... In the last, when you know it's wrapping up, you're like, and here comes a clown that turns into a spider. Because mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. He doesn't know how to end stories. It's easy to do the beginning, the middle, and then when you start wrapping it up, not so great. So for wrapping it up, I think this director did a fantastic job where it's just done. This cloud is gone. And if they bring him back, I'm, I mean, that just means that after, you know, someone made a lot of money and the executives are like, we don't care about what makes sense. Do you see how much money this made? Yeah. So much you know, for quality. We're talking about matter. quantity. That's it. They don't care about the quality of it. Whereas uh, I think Jamie Lee Curtis does. I don't think she'll she'll be like, wait, we did. It's over. Right. Where I'm not going to just keep on doing this thing. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street, there's no way to close it out. If they tried to, I guarantee it, it would make no sense at all. Yeah. Or they'll do that, it's closed, and then at the end of the credits, they're like, or. Yeah, is it? always. They'll do that thing. Dreaming never stops. Bingo. And it's a fan, I mean, unfortunately, not unfortunately, amazingly, Wes Craven probably picked the best monster that we've ever had, maybe. Un, un, not including the universal monsters that have just stand the, stood the test of time. But in the last 50 years, there is not a better monster than Freddy Krueger because you have to sleep. There's no killing him, you know? So yeah. he, there, I think that's it. But uh, I would give Halloween Kills an easy three flat. Three flat out of five stabbed hands. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a... Uh... Like, honestly, this movie just did not sit right with me. I will give it a two, just a two out of five falling children. Dude, that falling child sequence man, was brutal. man. That was absolutely 
And let me tell you, here's what I will say. I think, I don't think I've seen a kill that I enjoyed more than those kids being killed. Those douches. I'm like, boy, did they set them up for us to love this death. Yeah. I mean, they set it up for us to not wait till this happens. And man, did they. Like bullies in horror movies are always so bad. Oh, they're so over the top bad. And there's always that one where it's just like, well, you may be okay, but you hung out with them. So you dying too. Yep. You know, sorry. But uh, you know, it's funny. Check this out. Who was the one person they didn't show getting killed? <laughs> they showed the aftermath. Sist- sister girl. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're like, you know what? Not this time. Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> She's the guy's learning. It's Look like at y'all learning. It's like when that dude that plays Newman pops up in Jurassic Park. Ah ah ah. Ah ah ah. ah, ah. <laughs> Freaking Freddie having a Black Lives Matter on his pipe. Be like, "Look, we're not going to sh- <laughs> By the way, just for clarity, the guy in Jurassic Park is not named Newman, but I think you know what I was getting. What's at. his name? Uh, the actor or the character? Yeah. <laughs> Either the 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 the, the, the character. Uh, it's I not could- Newman. It sound he looks like a Newman in my brain. In Jurassic Park? Yeah. Hold, I'll tell you right now. He looks I, like a Newman, the fat then, dude. And then for one, Steve, I actually have to be the one to get out of here because I have another engagement that I have to, uh, well, engage. So his name, uh, his name was Nedry. I don't really know. Like, I'm not a huge fan of Jurassic Park franchise. So, yeah, it's Nedry. How dare you? I like the first oh. one a lot. A lot. It's one of the, it holds up. Yeah, for sure. That movie stands the test of time. It's just after that that I have problems with. And then you throw the whole Jurassic World thing in and I'm not having it, sir. Did you watch Dominion? I did not watch Dominion. I have not. Well, Carter's, I mean, he's going nuts for dinosaurs right now. So if I'm not paying attention, he's like, you're not watching. I'm like, okay. No, I can't do it. I'm not watching Dominion. (laughs) You tell me how it is. I will not, dude. Chris, I don't have any dinosaur doing, fans in my house right now, so I'm good. I'm off scot free. I think he's the, after Mel Gibson. He's the most unlikable superstar that's on. Mm, I don't know about that. Who else? I don't know. I don't have time to think about it, but I don't think. I, I just, I just, yeah, I've had my feelings on him, but I don't think he's the most unlikable star. I mean, really, has he done anything so unlikable? Superstar outside of just having certain values. Yeah, that's enough to be unlikable. For I get it, but most likable—that's like you're you're putting it away up there. You know what though? Tom Cruise has some weird values too. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Don't be selective. Thomas G. Cruise. Don't be selective. Tom Cruise apparently is wor- working for the devil. Uh, he's well, he can't be killed. Did you know? That? He's a theta seven, Steve. <laughs> of course he can't. <laughs> the hell, <laughs> <man>, an idiot. <laughs> You ready to get out of here, man? Let's do it, man. All right. You want to get a hold of the show? Of course you do. Because you know why? I'll tell you why. Geek Out Freakout's coming up. Do you have a ghost story for us? Do you have something fun Halloween, a fun Halloween story? Something where you had your the, the shit scared out of you, for instance. Not literally, but I'll take that too. Send us a voicemail. Go to the website, send us a voicemail. Uh, hit us up with an email, just talking to your phone and send that to us. But tell your story and we will play your story. How do you get a hold of us? Go to Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, it's at Heroes of Noise. I'm at Dan Q Public and Steve is at S E underscore Hudson Music. 
music. Uh, you can go to www. I already said that heroesofnoise.com and get it all right there. Again, leave us a voicemail, and I said that on purpose because I really, really want you to. And then, of course, subscribe to the show if you haven't yet. Maybe you're new. Maybe you're liking what you're hearing. You love the the charm that Steve and I throw out. You love our our. Uh, our special effects when we're at the fair and shit like that. This is the show for you. I'm not talking about the episode. I'm talking about the show that's yours of noise and subscribe today. Steve, take it. People, there's probably a fair where you are, but you don't like the people. So I suggest you visit the fair in your heart. All the hot dogs are free. I love y'all. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) No nitrates in them bitches either. No nitrates or nothing. They don't sell you overpriced. Uh, well, we'll get to that when on the next episode. God, I can't wait to get to the Patreon episode to roast my friend Steve Hudson. Hey, I had a fun time, folks, and I hope you did too. Hope you liked our reviews and uh, you take our advice or don't take our advice, but go out because it is the season to see some scary stuff. Check it out. My name is Dan Ramirez. That is Steve Hudson, and we go by the name, the moniker of Heroes of Noise, the Heroes of Noise podcast. That's what we do. We will talk to you later. People, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you, and peace. Peace.